So Ihor Bauman went through marketing before building the product, found out that the packaging of a personal website together with payment and scheduling is the most wanted set of features. Canceled 1.5K dollar paid subscription MRR to see an increase in user growth. Also, thanks to being able to offer immediately publishable sites, now growing 30% month over month in user base, now at 5,000 users Rate $600,000, aiming to raise $2 million. Welcome to Product Income Maker. Product businesses promise the biggest upside to break free from the time for money trap and enjoy the product selling itself and scale effortlessly. Yet on the path to success, entrepreneurs run into product market misfit, financial pressures, team dynamics, and self-doubt. This podcast is about how entrepreneurs overcome these challenges and grow profitable product businesses, how they become product income makers. When should you monetize? Some companies decide to be profitable on day one, usually by growing slower. Other companies decide to grow user base faster by providing something for free, achieve a larger user base, grow faster through a network effect, or baked in reality and monetize later. Worky tried monetizing on launch, realized revenue growth rate is too slow, and decided to cut their $1,500 per month revenue stream, make their basic product free to use, and focus on distribution first, which clearly requires fundraising. In this interview, you learn how they validated which product to build using an ad campaign, why they preferred user growth over revenue, how they increased activation rate from 5% to 90%, partly because of the shift to freemium, but not only, and how they motivate and keep accountable a remote team of 12. Our guest today is Ihor Bauman, co-founder and CEO of Worky, a platform helping freelancers to create a personal no-code website with built-in booking, scheduling, and payments in less than one minute, designed for private tutors, coaches, health experts, and other freelancers that run appointments. They recently canceled 1.5K MRR to increase month-over-month user growth 3X from 10% to 35% and cut almost more than 50% the user acquisition from $60 per user to $20 per user. Ihor, you're an inspiring product income maker. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me today and thanks for this great week about me. So Ihor, please take 30 seconds. Tell us about yourself, your company, and how did you discover the pain that you are hoping to solve for your customers? So Worky, it's simplest personal no-code website builder that we created and initially designed for freelancers, the appointments, online consultations, and sessions in the US. So we started 2020 from the personal pain of uh, my mom in 2020. Ihor explains how his mother, being a therapist in a private hospital during COVID, was looking for a solution to work with her patients. As she experimented with a few alternatives, she realized she needed to integrate a few tools such as a website, a scheduling tool, a payment solution to meet her needs. 
So this is a typical pain point, a persona that wants something easier without the tedious requirements of gluing a few tools together. So can you say what was the initial mousetrap? What was the strategic differentiation that allowed you to attract and onboard the first users into the platform? We were thinking about the market and we were seeing that on the market, there were like market placers, a lot of different marketplaces, and there are like a lot of different website builders, a lot of different video calls, et cetera, et cetera. And our first thoughts that didn't change much since two years from now was to put everything in one place to have it like without extra integrations, just out of the box and have it free for our users. So that was our initial like problem statement and initial statement in all our ads that we ran uh, across the Facebook in early times that helped us to attract first 199 early adopters before launching the MVP of working. So if I understand correctly, you launched ads in Facebook, for instance, and you marketed the notion of having these few things in one place Uh before you build the product. Eeyore explains the importance of validating the idea before developing anything in order to save time and development costs. Well, time is also money. So why can't I say save money twice? And the way they did it was by experimenting with 15 different Facebook banner ads with different value propositions, pushing traffic into a landing page to sign up for a waiting list, and measuring the customer acquisition costs for each banner representing a different element of the product. And what they ended up finding was... So having personal website, free personal website, and having out-of-the-box approach like booking, scanning, and payments was the most catchy for our users. Oh, and if you'd like a product validation funnel, such as the one they used at Worky to validate their product idea, which you could use to check the validity of any product idea on your own, please comment below or hit me up. And can you share what is the differentiation going forward? Is it the same or do you see some other layers that will continue to be strong demands, uh, pulls Mm -hmm. for your audience going forward? The initial concept is the same right now. So as you already saw our brief, we are positioning ourselves as a simplest personal no-code website builder for professionals who run appointments. The only one thing we are currently playing is the audience. We were trying and pivoting different audiences of these freelancers. Private tutors, coaches, health experts, psychologists, therapists, stylists, nutritionists, etc., etc. It was like roughly 15 different audiences, different verticals. And every vertical is unique. Every vertical do have different like values and different pains as well. So far, we are focusing our attention on digital ads on private tutors in the US. Private education market right now is almost 25 billion of US dollars in the US, and it's gonna be like double until 2025. We see the lowest acquisitions there. We see the highest traction there as well for our audiences, but still we are not limiting other audiences to join us. We are just not acquiring them at the moment. Let's talk about sales and marketing. Can you share some numbers in terms of how many users? I know you've consoled the paid version. So can you talk a little bit about that transition, about that learning and where the business yeah. is today? Ihor shares how they started to work with a free trial model, initially requiring users to convert to a paid subscription model within 14 days, later within 30 days, 
which ended up yielding revenues of $1,500 per month, but the growth rate was too slow. But when they change the model to a freemium where users can keep using the free version forever, the user acquisition cost was reduced from $60 to $20, and the month-over-month -month growth rate increased from 15% to 35%. They also enjoy a better viral coefficient because users feel it's a great value for free and they share the free tool with one another. Also, organic traffic from search also grew thanks to the higher volume of personal websites that were generated by the platform and were indexed by Google crawlers. So we decided to convert to free to make sure that our users will use it with higher attention, with lower acquisition costs, and will have the viral effect. Meanwhile, we are now very carefully measuring what are the most features our users are using and how they are using them. And the next version of Worky Pro that is going to be live this autumn will be subscription-based from Freemium to Worky Pro that will have like more unlimited features comparing to Worky Start. And this is how we are right now making this transition from trial back to freemium and then back to subscription. So just to recap, on the analytics side, you had a premium version where you had to convert to a paid user within 14 or 30 days. Mm -hmm. And then clearly more people churned and did not convert compared to what you had expected. I believe mm -hmm. you had about 3,500 users a few months ago with, I don't know, maybe a hundred paying customers for 19 mm -hmm. bucks yep. per month. It was a bit 70. It was lower, but yeah, it was up to a higher. And right now, can you share from a funnel perspective? So mm -hmm. the conversion from a visitor to a user to a pay a customer, what was it before the change and what is it now after the change to a completely free version that you have today? The short answer is from visitor to signed up, conversion grew from 6% to 18%, more than doubled signed up conversion rate. And from signed up to active, it grew from 5% to 90% activation rate. Isn't it almost 2,000% increase in activation rate? Is this how much more people prefer free over $19 per month? Well, yes, but wait, this increase in activation rate is not only due to the shift to freemium. It is not only made because of freemium, it also made because we changed a lot of uh, things inside the platform. We changed about the positioning, we did the algorithm that helps you to create your personal website data automatically based on your profile from social media, from what you are signing up. Can you share what's a killer feature that makes activation rate higher? The short answer is the 10 seconds attention window. Working users give them 10 seconds of graceful attention by reducing the amount of input required from the user to get value and making it super simple for users to select a domain name, a social media profile, an image, and click publish. And get what they wanted is also what drove activation rate from 5% to 90%. Yeah, there are a couple of was first thing that we just changed the position inside the platform. So right now, when you are in Worky, you already see your personal website 
And as I mentioned, when you're signing up, you're giving your personal information about yourself. And based on that personal information, our algorithm is capable to prepare content for your website automatically. So you are opening to work and you already have your personal website. You just need to select the domain name, add photo and click publish. So before it was like pain of filling all the data about yourself. Now it's just pick up the photo, click domain and click publish three buttons and you already have it up and running. So that is very important to you because you are getting about 10, 20 seconds of your user's attention after sign up. So they're just clicking everywhere. Okay, you understand? Okay, I don't understand. I'll be back or no. And you have only this time to make the picture perfect for him to see, okay, so now I understand how it works. Yeah, so that immediates the inaccessibility of something that is already ready for published Yeah, is something that triggered many people to be activated in high rates. Yeah, exactly. We're still doing a lot of changes to the user experience, maybe some hints, maybe some buttons to be with different colors, etc. Product metrics is must-have for any product startup, for any product company until today and for their future, definitely 100%. This question is how you are measuring that and how you are reacting on the challenges, on some improvements, etc. Because it's like you did this, the feature, it's live, but okay, how your users understand this feature? how they react, how they're using it. So you are able to get this data only after exact use, not on the user interview. Because in most cases, your users telling you the information about your product on the interviews is the way how you're asking questions. So if you are not very good in asking questions, you'll get the results that would be not sufficient to make some decisions. That is why only real product data, yeah, it costs something. You need to acquire users to bring them to the platform, etc. But this is a funnel, right? You have the white funnel here and you are building the funnel step-by-step until their actual purchase and actual retention. So on every step of the funnel, it's like big crucial work that our team is doing on the daily basis. And this is how we are able to increase the rates and have more and more people actually using for it. And on the user acquisition from $60 to 20, Mm -hmm. I mean, number one, clearly because of these two areas are free. It's not going to be limited after 14, 30 days and the immediacy of having things already ready to be published within a couple of minutes. Is there also any change in terms of the distribution channels? You mentioned Facebook advertising, are there others that are mm-hmm. working well in terms of being able to optimize the customer acquisition cost as well? So about the customer acquisition, Facebook wore like first tries in the beginning of 2021 when we were running it. But mm, I guess maybe you remember or your audience should remember iOS and Apple did very huge update to their user data. And after 2021, the price of acquisition started to grow rapidly and a lot of companies started to lose money because of that. We were trying Facebook after that a couple of times during the next two years and we were not able to find something that will work with a Facebook ad specific. However, at the same time, we are working with Instagram. We're not having just ads. We're having promotion of our Instagram page where we're filling our users with useful information and after the content they're converting. So there is a bit different funnel. About talking about other channels, we use organic channels a lot. We have a very strong content marketing team and working blog 
We are working with influencers, with bloggers, with invited experts to write articles, reviews. We are participating in different product nominations, G2, Captera, Trustpilot. We are everywhere here in this niche. Also, we are using mostly for all their capabilities. YouTube search engine performance marks and other content campaigns in Google as well. We also use Quora for having awareness for the brand and for having different answers published from working brand, from our users, from our team. So it mostly influences bloggers, content marketing, and Google and Quora. So the $20 acquisition per user is the average across all yes. the spending across all those channels. And how many users are there on the platform that are activated? Just activated or active? Both. Okay, about total number of users, we have almost 5,000 users right now. About active users, talking about September, we have 1,500. Can you share with us the challenging journey that you've gone through? What's been hard and how have you been overcoming those challenges? So main challenge is to have team together. Because you can be super knowledgeable guy, but without team, you can't do much at the end of the day. So having team is super important. Having people that are motivated, ambitious, and ready to follow the challenges and create challenges for themselves and for the company. It's also very important because startup, it's not only operations. Startup is about strategy, about something new on daily basis. And if you do not have something new, some new ideas, you seems like you are not working in proper way. So it's team. And second, definitely it's product market fit. Product market fit is the point that changes everything for the company and for the teams as well. It's totally challenge for uh, different startups and for work as well. So for us, it is a challenge to find that unique user profile, that unique features that they would love, that unique pain that we will cover. So that's our like two main challenges everyone is following. So you shared quite a bit about how did you face the product market fit challenge in terms of running ads before building the product and in terms of continuously iterating on how users are continuously using the product. Can you share how are you dealing with a team challenge? How do you keep the team motivated? What are you doing in that area? Yeah, very nice question because it's super hard right now. It's not specifically for us, but for every company that works on a remote. We are remote first because we were born during the COVID. And from the day one, we were like working from different locations and seeing each other like maybe a couple of times per month. And this is definitely not enough when you're sharing your vision, when you're sharing your energy and kind of strategy, next steps, so far, so on. For us, the thing is to keep everything like systemized based on some kind of boards, daily communication, daily stand-ups. Since I have experience before in product building and project management, we are using Jira, Slack as must-have tools. So everything is tracked, everything is clear for everyone. So in most cases, every team understands what our priority are, what we have on planning, what we have on daily, what we have in one month and three months and in one year. And every team member should have personal goals and personal responsibility, especially when you are working remote. Because when you are working in the team, in the office, okay, let's do this way and anyone is engaged. But at the end of the day, when you are working remotely, people can get lost without proper communication, with proper management or based on different channels because they are just maybe working from home and they are tired, they are 
not seeing other teammates performing, etc. So for us, it's like having communication. I personally running one-to-one calls, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, catch up about how are you today? How do you feel? How is your health? How is your family? Tell me I'm your friend right now. For this 20 minutes, forget about management. I'm just your friend. Tell me what buzzing you. I will help you in the way I can. And the same way I can do with other team members, I can also ask for help. So they should understand that at the end of the day, we are team that is doing not something because, but we are doing something together because. So we are just united here with our own goals and everyone can contribute in the process. In our team, everyone can come up with some feature, with some improvement, with some feedback. And in 95% of cases, it would be accepted and it would be on the website in a week or in a month. So it is very important to have everyone motivated and with a clear understanding that, okay, you have your personal challenges, you have your personal tasks, and all your ideas are very easy to implement. That is must-have, especially when you're doing remote, especially in small teams, where you have pretty high burn rate. Just for context, can you share how many on the team today and how many engineers versus sales and marketing? In total, at work, we have 12 people. Everyone works remotely. I'm working right now from WeWork, and we have WeWork substitution for different team members who have assessed the WeWork locations. Talking about engineering, we have four people in the engineering team. Talking about the marketing, we have six people, and we also have some content and some admin stuff. So in total, it's 12. Part of them are full-time, part of them are part-time. So since you have dropped the little revenue that you had, do I recall correctly that the last round was 600,000 from VCs and angels, or did you raise more money since then? Yeah, that was our last one. Okay. And are you aiming for further funding on top of that? Yeah, it, it was pre-seed round. Currently we are moving towards the seed round as uh, we about to launch, I guess, in uh, the end of October or November this year. We understand that market a bit different rather it was one year ago. And right now it takes uh, longer to get funded and uh, fundraise at the end of the day. That is why we will start it a bit in advance. We are talking about the future round. We already have some new requests. Nothing is uh, tangible until money is, is on your bank account. Uh, yeah, we do have some traction, but let's see how fundraising will go. For myself, I'm 100% sure that it will be the question of another Series A, Series B, Series C in a couple of years. So it's just like instrument for us for moving forward and moving quicker. Other than Slack and Jira, can you share some further recommendations for books, blogs, tools that you recommend others to follow as well? Personally, I am using Nathan Latka podcasts. Partially, I am also a big fan of YC. They have a lot of future, a lot of crucial and important content. We recently passed the YC a startup school that was also very interesting and very useful for everyone in our team. My first reading is about SaaS benchmark. So I'm following all the VCs uh, updates from our VCs and from first round VC review, for example, they have very strong analytic sites. So they are sharing a lot of useful content. So it's my best and favorite read so far tools or books that you recommend? Before, my favorite book was Scrum Methodology. And I think it is like 100% crucial book you have to just read and follow for the methodology. About other books I was reading before, all kind of autobiography of different famous people. 
like Bill Gates, Stephen Jobs, Netflix guys, Bing guys, etc., etc. And the last one, by the way, we work, we crashed story. It's like Bible, I guess. Right. Can you share about opportunities? What are you looking for that you would like to come faster to on your table? Right now, we just today announced big partnership. One of the biggest legal companies in the U.S. for having our users see format LLC creation and incorporation in the U.S. So we do looking for useful partnership for our users. And yeah, any advisors from a freelance market are welcome. Can you share any other thing that you're looking for? Uh, you're looking for freelancers, potential users. Uh, you're looking for funding, uh, partnerships. What else are you looking for? Just today, we announced a huge partnership with Northwest, a company, and Trick. It's one of the biggest legal companies in the U.S. that will help our users to form LLC in the U.S. for their freelance business, for cutting their expenses and taxes as well. So we are, we are open for partnership with the people who are working with freelance market. And uh, yeah, as I already mentioned, we will open soon the seed round of raising. So we will fundraise in the U.S. market since it is our target market and market number one for working. And also we are always open for knowledgeable advisors and experts from the freelance market. We do have already two experts on board, but we are open to talk and engage um, experience and expertise of other experts from the market. So I guess that's one of the most interesting for us in the moment. It's about opportunity and it's about what's coming next. As of now, we are growing 30% month for month in our active users, and we are going to achieve 50% in a month. After that, we'll launch the working professional version, and having a high retention will be able to grow in a revenue very quickly. So it's about what's coming next and what market we are in. It's about high growth, and it's about retention, and about how our users to work. So definitely, we'll start with the statements, and let's see how it goes, what's important on current market. So Ihor Bauman went through marketing before building the product, found out that the packaging of a personal website together with payment and scheduling is the most wanted set of features. Canceled 1.5K dollar paid subscription MRR to see an increase in user growth. Also, thanks to being able to offer immediately publishable sites, now growing 30% month over month in user base, now with 5,000 users Rate $600,000, aiming to raise $2 million. Ihor, you're an inspiring product income maker. Thanks for joining the show. Thank you for having me. Honored to be here with you. And thanks for all great questions. I wish you good luck. Have uh, a lot of great founders on your podcast. And hopefully to see you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening. For show notes and company KPIs, visit productincomemaker.com. Search through dozens of inspiring product ideas and growth strategies. Visit ProductIncomeMaker.com.